A&B Properties is Quincy's largest apartment rental company with hundreds of units available. They offer short-term and long-term rentals with one up to four bedroom apartments. A&B Properties meets the needs of its tenants with care, compassion, and a quality of service that exceeds expectations. A&B Properties also has a convenient tenant app for you to do your payments or make repair requests. Give them a call today. A&B Properties, 217-919-8080, Quincy. The Quincy Park District has 32 parks. Rome Frerichs, Executive Director of Quincy Park District. You guys have over 1,000 acres. 1,032. 1,032. Those 32 acres, that makes, yeah, an acre is a lot of land, so you have a thousand thirty-two. Can I say we? Because it's Quincy. You're a taxpayer, absolutely. Yes. Okay, so Rome, Rome Frerichs. I told you I was going to start the pod off like this. You and I played soccer together in the nineties. <laughs> Ninety-five. Yeah, so pretty much ninety-one to ninety-five, right? Mm-hmm. Um, our senior year. I was the wing midfielder, and you were the all-star sweeper. That I wouldn't go that far. I was a com- sweeper. You completely controlled the backfield. Who did we have in wing back? We had Jake Grieving. Dave Ogle. Dave Ogle. Mm-hmm. We had really good players on our team. We had Jamie Blazing, Kevin Pro, Matt Rickers. Um, who was in goal? Chris Costigan? Chris Costigan, our senior year. And Mike Carpenter sometimes. Mm-hmm. Who's, the, who's the head coach of QU? Our last year was um, Greg Reese and Mark Longo. We both had them as coaches at the same time. Mm-hmm. Kind of blessed. Kind of neat thing to have. And Greg was our traveling coach as well. Yeah, in 76 Hearts. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to Hearts, um, Quincy Soccer. The, there was only one, cle- one club team back when you and I played. Mm-hmm. We had Hearts. Now Jack McKenzie started that program. Did Jack McKenzie... Start that program and Quincy Soccer League. There's, I don't know about Quincy who started that back in the day. Well, Beth McKenzie Hilbing had said something like, you know, my dad helped start Quincy. So back when, back when um, Quincy College was NAIA champions and they had, you know, the Camachos. Mm-hmm. I think Frank Longo was in the mix somewhere. Frank Longo was a huge soccer guy. Mm-hmm. Um, they had uh, just an amazing team, and Quincy went on the map for soccer, you know, in the seventies, right? Mm-hmm. And then Quincy Soccer started, and that acted as a feeder team towards Q and D's state championship in the eighties, eighty-five. So when, like, I think John Pro and Mike Drew, I think Greg, Greg played, and all them yes. played on those teams, and then so the. Quincy Hart's traveling soccer team turned into Quincy United, or, or, or it was just a separate – I don't know all the history on that. I, I don't either. It was a long time in between Hart's and whenever Quincy United established back in the day. The reason why we're talking about this is because the Quincy Park District has received an incredible gift – we're, we're in the process. You process. Know, we, we, we have a signed donation agreement from the Quincipi Soccer League and the Park District. Our attorneys are, are, are working with uh, Klinger & Associates right now on the title work survey. 
and, and there's two different easements, one from the 1920s that actually mentions horses and carriages, and one from the 40s. And, uh, you know, we, we budgeted about $400,000 once we received this property to uh, make, make some necessary improvements. The culverts failed at the entrance, and, and the parking lot needs a total remill and, and resurface. So when we met, when staff and I met with um, Amron, uh, they couldn't find an easement for the entrance. So uh, luckily we met with them late last fall to where once we get the title work and survey, we're going to send that down to St. Louis to their their headquarters down there and try to do some digging so we can get all these projects rocking and rolling and uh, completed before. So we can't even go in there and make any improvements until we find out all these easements from the 20s and 40s yet. So wow but we did budget you know the park just did budget you know 100,000 for the culvert repair and 300,000 for the the parking lot improvements wow that's incredible so correct me if i'm wrong if i say something that's incorrect i did i did a lot of work to get ready to talk to you i've known for about a week that i was going to come talk to you and you're coming here and i'm really excited to talk to you as a friend and the fact that you have so much going on with the park district you gave me this this sheet here and there's so many amazing statistics on here. One of them is, um, we'll talk about soccer first and later on we'll get into other stuff too if you wanna talk about baseball, softball. But you've got, this is amazing. The youth soccer league that the park district runs, you guys have a lot of participants. Yeah, They're, you know, we market it and we sold it to parents as Monday through Thursday, 5.30 and 6.25, your weekends are free. You know, it was $25 and $35. We raised it to $28 for early registration, late registrations, um, you know, 38 bucks. But, you know, parents want their weekends free, you know, rather than having to wait around Saturday or Sunday at 1 o'clock. You really can't make any family plans with that. That way we can still get the kiddos home for dinner and get their homework done before they go to bed. And that's, I mean, we, we started at 500 about five years ago, and we're – darn near up to 1700 kids playing in our rec league so you've got so i'm i'm so 1700 kids are are some of those um are any of those the same players from spring to fall there there are some uh but a, a lot of them also play you know baseball in, in the fall to where you know they can do one or the other they can do both it, it just it all determines on what's going on with the family and and what activities they got going on What's your opinion on um, how important it is to play soccer as a kid? Did you play Quincy when you were a kid? Yeah, Brad uh, Burkhart and, and uh, Bob were my coach from Quincy Appliance Center. So they were your coaches? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! When we played down there, Bob Bangert there, where our nature preserves are right now. So did we play you? I I played on Coach House. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure we did. But hell, I don't know what I did yesterday, let alone 15, 20 years ago. No, I need to know <laughs> all the teams you played on Quinsippi, the the old Quinsippi League back in the day, and and was kind of a glorious situation. So I was this Chicago transplant, like suburbs of Chicago, to be honest. Um, and when I came to Quincy, Quincy kind of blew my mind because there was this club team that I was trying out for. Maybe I was good enough to make it. Maybe I wasn't. But at least Quincy had this massive public rec league. Mm -hmm. And I know that there are all of the corporate sponsors. And I, I think that'd be 
would that be more difficult to do today? So like, let's just hit this really slowly. It would be difficult, right? For that, for that price, you know, we, we get volunteer coaches and then we have the shirts ready to go based on colors. And, you know, I, I, I bet you we have over 70 teams. So you're not making the parent go out and knock on doors and try to get that sponsor to where we're handling it. We're setting all the teams up, you know, based on what kids go to certain schools. That way you're keeping your friends together. And, and re- remember, it, it's a rec league, so it's just we try to keep everybody on the same playing field. Yeah, and the amount that the, the park district charges per kid, it's it, – I mean, it – pays for the shirt it pays for the ink on the paper it pays for a little bit i mean but no one's trying to turn this huge profit to make, to have kids play soccer it's no, not this thing no. it's it's um it's an, it's another program you know we have four or five different levels of classification for our programs from you know any amounts pool that we know we're going to lose seventy thousand dollars a year to where you know soccer will we, we'll make some money you know our special populations will lose thirty thousand but you know we're giving them a dance and food and stuff like that so the board knows, you know, on these classifications, on what we charge, where we're going to try to be at the end of the year on these programs. So I, I have, I'm in a unique place because, so I played soccer with you. Mm-hmm. We played on the same team. We both played Quincipi soccer back in the day. We know a lot of the same people. And I have also, I've got kids right now that play part district soccer. They love it. Mm-hmm. I've got a nine-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a four-year-old. And this past this past summer, I think they all played. Two, two of them played in the same day, and then the next day or two, another one played. And it's fantastic. You guys do an amazing job. It's really good. I cannot find a weed in Boots Bush. I don't know what you're doing over there with the well, grass. We have a program. You know, uh, Rick Miles and his, his staff out there at Westview – they help us out. Um, you know, they have all the certification for all the the chemicals when it comes to turf. And you know, our our guys have the parks department has their own different uh, pesticide tests and stuff like that. So, you know, we help the golf course out. You know, and the parks department and Westview helps us out. So Rick has us on on a program, and that's the program that we want to get started over there. At you know, we budgeted about fifteen thousand dollars for the Paul Dennis complex. Those fields look good too. So uh, you know, get them some fertilizer, aerate them, you know, overseed, and, and get them on a, a three step program this year. Then that way, hopefully, when we open the gates first of next year or late this fall, with potentially a, maybe a seventh and eighth grade you know division to play there at the Paul Dennis just to break that open and then next year have have the take all the pressure off the boots that way if there's some tournaments that those fields are a lot more pristine than what they are right now. So those Paul Dennis fields, so good job on the grass, on the pitch. Soccer players call it pitch, right? Um, the Paul Dennis fields, um, they look really good. Um, really good. I, I'm, I'm surprised at how good they look. I, I heard a rumor that the Quincy Soccer League um, was doing some work. I know they had some issues, some administration issues with just kind of like getting kids registered. And quite honestly, I think the Park District is such a well-oiled machine that anybody who tries to kind of compete, the Park District, and this is a huge compliment, you're just going to kind of steamroll them, take them over. It's been awesome. I mean, I've been out there for five years, spring and fall, for five years straight, in your program in our program the the quincy park district it, it's amazing there's a it's really hard to find a parking space mm-hmm. 
you know, there's some rollover into Flynn Stadium. Uh, you've done a really good job. Good job. I, and a lot of people think that. Um, what do you think is going to happen? Did you say something about Paul Dennis? It won't be ready this year? Not this year. I mean, based on, again, we don't even own it yet, you know, the Quincy Park District. So hopefully by, you know, I'm saying March that we uh, have all the title work, surveys, the environmental all that stuff in our hands. Then we have to go out and work with Amron on the easements to replace the culvert that's failed. Okay. You know what it what it takes to get supplies now. So that that's you know that that's a two month process probably. And then by the time we we get that fixed, then we'll want to have then we'll put it on the streets here next month for a bid opening in February, and then take it to the board in March on the milling and resurfacing of the parking lot, which is, you know, 325 stalls. So, uh, you know, th that's a summer project. So by the time, you know, we're working with Amron now to remove a lot of the trees and the, and, and the washouts and stuff like that. So it just takes time, you know. When we turn the water on April 1st, hopefully there's no leaks or, or damage to the restroom to where, you know, our, our staff can attack that at that time. But... Um, you know the, the the public just needs to be patient we do not have ownership yet and it just it takes time and you know that way it gives us a year to get those fields underneath on the same program that boots is on you know minus the irrigation and uh, that way we have a good product to turn out in 2024 2025. what is your opinion on uh, what is your opinion on this so whenever quincy people are talking about the Quincy Park District public golf course, they all refer to it as Westview, okay? And I suspect that if you try to change the name from Westview back to Quincy Park District golf course, I think most people in Quincy would call it Westview. Just like, you know, the Sears Tower, they change it to the Willis Tower. I call it the Sears Tower. And I don't know if I'm dead naming somebody. I sure hope I don't get canceled for that. But... <laughs> What do you think? Would you consider, or do you think anybody at the park district would consider, maybe you know where I'm going with this, is there any advantage for the park district to keep doing what they're doing, same thing, but just call it Quincipi? Do you think there's an advantage to that? And have you, have you thought about it? Or, or am, I, am I coming out of left field with this? I think that's going to confuse people. You know, I, I think we could just run it as the park district, as the program, and just have it at the Paul Dennis Complex. Uh, you know, the family wants to keep it that name. They've asked Brad, and Brad passed, has passed that on to staff and the board. So you know, right now, I, I, I think, you know, my, my gut shooting off the hip is it's just it's, it's still a Quincy, uh, Quincy Park District program. Okay. Oh, no, you know, no, I know it's a Quincy Park District program. And, and with saying, that same name as well. Okay. I would just, you know, if, if, if your board was listening, I would say consider maybe, and this is not coming from me. This is, I was doing all of this digging with all of these big names that we both know, like soccer gods in Quincy. And a lot of people just, a lot of people, and you can pull it and do your own research on it, but man, just the idea of calling it Quincipi. So Muddy River could do a really good job with the viral campaign of saying, the Quincy Park District Soccer League is now called, renamed the Quincipi in honor of, you know, our, 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 all the people who came before us and just what I think would happen is, I th do you think Quincy people are nostalgic and like to 
I mean, some Quincy people like to live in the past and some are progressive. Absolutely, they do. But it's just food for thought. Yeah, I, that, I, I, mean, I, I haven't balanced anything off a of staff like that, so it's yeah. not a me decision. It's it's what's best for the Quincy Park District and the and the taxpayers of Quincy. That makes sense. Um, <clears throat> what are the chances the Park District could at some point in time um, either light a soccer field out there, either at Paul Dennis or Boots, or now this is so you know I'm not trying to spend all the government's money here. I'm just saying like I'm spitballing. I'm just having fun talking about things because I think it's it would be amazing to have a field that's lit or um, a turf field someday. Did you know where where kids have to go to play on turf? They have to go to Flynn or QND. So I know like Quincy Rush. I think Quincy Rush plays at Flynn. And I think Monarchy, the club team Monarchy, I think they play at QND a lot. Yeah, I don't know. So there's, well, let's talk about this. You want to know what I heard? I heard that the two club teams, Monarchy and Rush, I heard that when they found out that the Park District is getting these fields, I heard they threw a party. I heard they like couldn't believe it. Like There are people who are so excited about this. They came and see straight. They are just seeing like they're in heaven thinking about what you're going to do with this. And uh, the fact that you want to refurbish the parking lot, you want to overseed, you want to fix the culvert, you're turning this into like a Mecca. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I would foresee us doing some type of a, uh, a master site plan for it and putting a shelter and some walking trails around it. But, oh, but, but, but again, it's it just, you know, you got to learn to crawl before you walk and walk before you run. And, and it's, as you see on that paper, you know, we got a lot of irons in the fire right now. So and, and we just can't just focus on, on, on one thing at a time to where, you know, we, we got a $2 million irrigation project going on. I got a $1.6 million grant out there that we haven't oh. heard back from. So, Oh, you do have a turf field lighting of 200,000. That's for the new, uh, t-ball fields that we're putting up at wavering complex that's a tourism grant that i went after with the help of holly kane its staff so uh we're trying to leverage the five hundred sixty-six thousand dollars that we're spending on the turf fields leveraging that for some tourism dollars to light the uh the baseball fields okay that's pretty cool uh, up where wavering pool used to be yes yeah so my kids also are in that program too they play t-ball out there mm -hmm. both fields all three kids love it it's amazing um, it's so weird. The very first time I walked out there or drove over there, you know, did, did you go to wavering as a kid to the pool? Yes. Absolutely. It's a, it's a interesting feeling driving up there and pulling the kids and then they're playing t-ball. Mm -hmm. It's cool. You guys filled all that. In. They're beautiful fields. Mm -hmm. You guys do really good, good work. So this is, um, yeah. So the Paul Dennis soccer complex, complex upgrades, 400,000. You're really taking this. That's pretty, day one. Pretty seriously. You know, that's year one. So it's just, it, it, it just takes time. Um, so um, what do you think about an adult league? And so I played in the Park District Adult League a couple times. And um, since I got you in front of me, like the man, I'm going to offer <laughs> some playful upgrades to like how that could work. So did you notice how difficult it is to get adults playing in the rec league? 
our rec league has has declined over the last five years but you know the knights of columbus that's their niche oh the softball with the bar and everything real close to it and that that's their they do really well with with the adult softball yeah i mean okay i love the knights of columbus obviously my dad is a member uh, you're talking about drunk softball right like that's what i call it i'm, I'm whatever you want I, i'm it. making jokes i'm making jokes so you can't really play drunk soccer what you got to do what you got to do is the 11 v 11 thing okay i've played in that league there's only one person you're who going can, back to soccer now i'm sorry we're going back to soccer okay sorry yeah drunk soccer we shouldn't do drunk soccer we should take away 11 v 11 for the adults and poll and ask all the adults say if you were to play soccer would you prefer 6v6 7v6 mini goals like or like not mini goals but like uh, not the big huge goals and don't force the adults to run up and down so i you know how i always get trapped playing wing wing midfielder do you know how much running that is it's terrible remember dave vogel we, we just talked about him he's the only guy that can run up he can still run up and down the field he's an animal but i am this close to ripping out an acl every time i go out there and play so anytime that it's 11 v 11 i see that i'm like i'm out but you know on the quincy community soccer facebook page that i look at a lot because there's like guys like johnny hanchett um, who's the owner of the fuzzy bubbler there's all of these guys in quincy that are getting adults to play they get 6v6 7v7 8v8 if they get too many players they've got two side games going on okay. and they play at boots and you've got some really good people that work with you that are super nice to the adult soccer community. They don't join the Park District League because they want to play small fields. And so I think what the Park District could do, this is my own opinion, um, granted, I'm, 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 I don't need to kiss anymore, but because I already told you how great it is. But if you turn the field sideways and do like something small, like just smaller so they can get more touches on the ball so we're not running all over the place. Because I don't know if I can do it anymore. I mean, you and I are the same age. Mm -hmm. I think you're like 40 days older than, than me, but I'm not going to say what that date is. But I'm pretty sure you got your license before I did. I'm pretty sure. sure. I, I think you and Mike Betts got your license first. I, I'm January 19th. December 15th. Okay. So, yeah, like you're like 30. I can't do math in my head. 34 days older than me. Uh, oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Man, you're 47. Absolutely. I'll be 47 in a few days. Man, we're getting old. We look, dude, we look good, though. <laughs> we look good. All right, so what else can we talk about? Have I beaten this, the, the youth soccer and the soccer thing to death yet in this pod? Sure. I have, right? Yeah, we've got um, a lot of other things going The on. last thing I want to talk about is the commitment that – so I can't speak for all of the club teams, um, and I can't speak for – all of the um, coaches in town. But you know, Ronnie Bridal, mm -hmm. so he was my keeper on Heart 77. Mm -hmm. I mean, the head soccer coach for senior high was my keeper, and we had Everett Abbey at the top. Remember Everett? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Remember playing Everett Abbey? He was, a, he was an assassin. Quick. Unbelievable. So that's kind of like how I grew up with um, um, oh, my coach for 77, Porter Gibson. The great Porter Gibson, and if he's listening, shout out to Porter Gibson, who's one of the greatest men that's ever lived. Um, but I think that the two club teams, if you wanted to, and the Park District would let this happen, you can talk to 
the club guys, like the Travis Browns. We're, and Tyler we're planning Thompson's. on having a meeting this fall. Oh, really? With with everybody, with the coaches, and and try to you know brainstorm and see and for you know written the fields out and trying to do some tournaments oh. and stuff like that. So that's that's on our, our on our plan. But again, we just we got to get the property safe to where people can go and get get on it, get in it with having an easement and. And all that. So yeah. it's just we just we got to take our time to get where we need to go. You're being really humble about it. You're saying first things first. Let's take care of business first before mm -hmm. we start inviting everybody, like celebrating and getting to the end when you're trying to take care. You're being responsible, and I'm being the flighty, like look forward too fast. But I'm just saying, I think the club teams would help you do a fall tournament and a spring tournament. Did you know there are 350 to 400 kids or more that play club soccer? I believe the club soccer coaches, when you talk to them, and I don't want to overpromise them, and they may like talk to you at this soccer meeting and say, yeah, don't listen to Murphy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. But I think they would tell their kids and encourage their kids, the club soccer people, to play rec soccer. And I think that you could get a roster of all the club kids and evenly distribute them. Because that could be a problem. Remember when we played Quinsippi? Yeah, it, it takes a lot of time. So, but yeah. yeah, I mean, it's doable. Yeah, and so what I'm doing right now is I'm being this guy that's saying, oh, the park district should do all this extra work and all of this extra admin and management of this big thing. And easy for me to say because I'm not the one doing the work, right? But I'm just saying I heard lots of rumors that the And club that's why coaches, we're looking into the 7th and 8th grade league in the fall because we don't have the time now because we don't have the space over at Boots. So hopefully we can get the fields rocking and rolling and get the easements and, and the improvement, necessary improvements just to open the gate to have a soft opening for the older kids. Well, the Great Brittany Bowl sent me a text that said if the Quincy Park District could get 7th and 8th grade to play in at the fall, she would just cry because mm -hmm. she's got her daughter who is probably going to be a star if she isn't already one. Um, that's amazing that you guys would do that. But uh, I, I'm just telling you, you've got, when you have your soccer meeting, you have everybody from Mackenzie, the QU women's soccer coach, Mike Carpenter. You've got Tyler Tomins, Tomlinson. You've got the John Wood coach. You've got Bridal and Greg Reese and Mark Thomas. Holy crap, Mark Thomas is the new head coach for Q&D mm -hmm. girls. Um, you've, got, you've got a massive groundswell of people all around that will support you and, and do your bidding whatever you need to get done. And they're gonna have all different kinds of things to tell you about. So there's that. Um, baseball, softball. So what's with, what's with all of the awesome baseball fields at Upper Mormon? How many do you guys, I see lots of baseball. Our softball. first one was Pepsi Field. That was a 10 year naming rights. Uh, that was in 2015. Then when the uh, Avenue of Lights uh, disbanded, Bob Scott and John Groves and their group wrote a check for 250000 154 that field off of 36th Street and 100000 for the Bill Klinger Trail. And then our, our latest field was 19 with uh, Blessing Hospital. That was a 10-year naming right as well. And then uh, we just kind of working with uh, Q-Town tournaments and then uh, the city of Quincy gave uh, 300000 from food and beverage money uh, to develop those into two turf fields as well up there where the old pool is. Okay, so when we were kids,
we had baseball. Did we have club baseball? I was on. I was, I didn't play baseball. You didn't. Mm-mm. You played. So what? What did you play? You Basketball played? and soccer. Okay. Um. The. I remember I played. I played on Sports Locker. That team was stacked. Travis Maynard, Jimmy Blazing. Jimmy Blazing would throw a pitch like. Did you ever watch Jimmy Blazing pitch? Yeah, in high school. Yeah. This guy stud. You should see him play golf now. He beats everybody. It's quite embarrassing to play Jamie Blazing in anything. Just so you know. You know that. Um, uh, would it be bad if I asked you how difficult it would be to form? So, so you got all the baseball tournaments. The baseball people are allowed. I say that respectfully. I'm a baseball guy. All my kids play baseball and softball. Um, baseball club teams, soccer club teams. I'm hearing that there's a flag football. Taylor club. Rakers runs that program. Yeah. So club sports is a big, big thing. And sometimes it kind of eclipses some of the rec leagues. Like CYO has volleyball and there's volleyball clubs. Mm-hmm. There's CYO um, has basketball. And like the public schools too. Everybody's got their rec leagues or their school leagues. And then there's club. Mm-hmm. What is it about baseball? Because I personally love baseball, but since I'm a soccer guy. Well, we have rec and competitive leagues. Yeah. So our, our rec, we... we you know, it's same similar to soccer, where you know we, we form the teams based on where they go to school, and there's A players, B players, C players. But then on the competitive, the coach actually brings their his roster in with the check, and he forms the team. We provide the shirts. It just seems to me I hear about like you know Tanner Freiburg, one day woke up. And said, we don't have a basketball tournament in Quincy. I want to have a basketball tournament. And Tanner Freiburg is the, guy, the kind of guy that when he wakes up and when he's having his morning coffee, he wants to do something, he's going to do it. Like, who's going to stop him? You know, like guys like Tanner and Adam Booth and Trevor Buck and Roman Ferrex. These are guys that when they wake up in the morning, they just make stuff happen. What do you think about a soccer tournament? I'm talking about soccer again. What, what does Quincy have to do? To bring in a soccer tournament, do you know where we get all get the fields ready first? Okay, and get, have ownership title of, them. of the of the, of the complex. <laughs> you got to slow down. We don't again. You know, yeah. it's just we can't talk until we have yeah. everything to make sure Man. the environmental survey goes through, the title work comes back, the easements come back. It's just people want everything now. They do. Quincy Park District doesn't own it. Yeah. When they own it someday, I'm you're gonna punch me after this podcast. After the lights go out, you're gonna, you're gonna kick me out of the table. Do you think it's possible to right now the baseball teams come come over? The there could be a Darren Dodd of soccer, absolutely. Okay, do, do I need to talk to Eric Stratman? Who do I need to talk to? Like, who's who is the smartest people in Quincy? When we had that meeting to see if someone wants to step up and, and take the reins. Oh, dang it. Okay, so after you have that meeting, call me so I can start crying. You can Stop be invited crying. to it as well. You'll invite me to that meeting. Sure. You can put me in the back. I'll, I, I won't With say duct anything. tape, absolutely. You don't want me talking. It's going to be terrible. It's That's be why horrible. it's duct tape. Yeah, duct tape. You're also going to have to tie my hands behind my back so I can't like, make I'll any I'll bring kind of, extra rolls. Yeah, you're going to have to do, do that. Um, this is amazing. So what else you got here? So uh, wait a minute. You had 39,000 rounds of golf in 2023, and that's the most, since, that's the most in 10 years. Mm-hmm. COVID really catapulted golf in 20 and 21. But, you know, our numbers are better than what they've been since 2013. And it just, you know, and Mother Nature was really kind to us this year. 
we had one of the fewest amount of, of rain outs, rain days, do that. So when, when it's sunny and nice, people are having cocktails and renting carts. And we did $435,000 in cart rentals this oh year. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Am I reading this right? Did you already say this about the 27 holes? Is that what you're spending on irrigation? $1.98 million on a replacement. It's irrigation is like a pool you know they last 25 years our, our system is uh 28 years old and counting so uh, we already have a contract signed we should be seeing boots on the ground in, in march and uh the whole course will remain open except one hole at a time and uh, they're not going to leave until they're done so that's so. that's a 1.9 million two million dollar project I mean, is the Quincy Park District, I'm serious, is it the greatest like organization in Quincy? Is this why Jared Jones wanted to be president? Because everything kicks We've ass all the great time? Previous executive directors, you know, previous board members, current board members, past staff, current staff. You know, it, it's just, it's buy-in from everybody. You guys have really good people. You've got like guys, you've got Marcelo, you've got John Frankenhoff. You got you've got a really good like smart intelligence. Well, staff I mean, that you got direct, you know David Morgan. You got Bruns from that runs the programming. Yeah. And Bruns then, is good. You know, we we just had Don Hilsbrink retire after twenty years, and he was the money guy. And you know, me being fifth generation of a family business back in the day, it's just again we don't spend the money unless we have it. Who's the guy at the park district that has to field all of the dumb parents' phone calls that uh, they call over and over and over? Say rock paper scissors. What, what do you mean? We just... Whoever, yeah. whoever get, get, gets the phone call? Yeah, it, it basically kind of goes to whatever department head it, it, it goes to. And then if someone gets kind of out of line, then that's when I kind of got to take the brunt of it. Yeah. If this is a more professional podcast, I wouldn't have called them dumb parents. I would have used certain... But I can say, because it's Frankie Say, I could do whatever I want. It's crazy. Not really. So. Bob, Bob has beaten me not more than three times after a pod for saying something dumb. Listen, I got to tell you, if there's anything else you want to talk about, the park district, I mean, you answered all my questions. I know. You know I, Bill Klinger Trail. Yeah, I mean, let's talk people, about that. that. You know, that's a hidden gem that people don't realize that, you know, we had 140, almost 144,000 people visit that trail last year. You know, that, that's phenomenal. That's the quality of life. You, I mean, you wouldn't believe the amount of doctors and nurses that come down to the office looking for outdoor recreation and once they visit that you know they you know they sign papers at you know at the hospitals and, they and stay here absolutely absolutely they walk that trailer like oh this is the kind of place i'm moving to that they care about building this you said 144,000 patrons walk the trail mm -hmm. that's 20,000 more from the previous year mm -hmm. that's incredible um so <laughs> i live pretty close to st peter and we have to um, get my dad's pickup truck to load up all the bikes because I don't want my kids crossing Broadway to get to the trail. Mm -hmm. And we throw the bikes in the back of the pickup truck and go to the trail. And my kids and I, my, and my wife, of course, we just go up and down, up and down until they get tired. And then we put the bikes back in there. Mm -hmm. um, it's gorgeous. And it's all ages, all abilities, everything. So every time I go to the trail, there's a new park bench. There's um, some little offshoot. You guys are you guys planted a bunch of saplings, a bunch of trees mm -hmm. on the side. I mean, it's a picture perfect. We have a memorial memorial bench uh, heritage in a heritage tree form. So for twenty five hundred dollars for a loved one, you can get a plaque and, and put a bench. We'll pour the concrete, we'll install it, and then for two hundred dollars, 
we have a heritage tree program to where you can pick out a tree and you can put it whatever park and location then we'll put a plaque on the wall and send you the coordinates with the picture and in memory of whoever so those two programs have really gotten popular i think we've probably in the last three years probably put about 15 or 18 benches just on along the bill clinger trail oh i've, I've seen them mm -hmm. and my kids like pointing out new stuff um it goes all the way down it it kind of goes all the way down to front street doesn't it it goes down yeah, almost it, almost to, like to bob banger essentially you can loop around bob banger then the, then it, you pick it up in parker heights right there off of bonasinga drive and then you can go all the way through the vet's home um through bob bank bob mays and then end up at 24th street but then the friends of the trail in the city poured the sidewalk that goes up to the casey's and then that gets you into drakewood there oh i don't know about on, this. on south brook then we have uh, our nature trails that start in drake where they go all the way to 36th street that we mow and maintain and and have all kinds of uh, nature trails through there as well is there ever so i i did not know that um i'm gonna have to explore that as soon as the weather's nice is there ever a time in spring summer where your lawnmowers aren't going nuts do you guys ever take no, breaks i mean we're soon as we're done we're, we're starting over you know and you know hopefully if there's a dry spell in august or whatever then that's when we try to do some painting and, and, and maintenance it's just one once we mow for the first time we're reactive we're not proactive because all of our manpower is mowing and and uh you know doing trash and cleaning restrooms and shelters every day yet you have a fully funded retirement pension and we're, you are we're overfunded and you went debt free at the end of last year of as, as in 10 days ago, you went debt free. That is amazing. Um, jeez. We have a great team. Does, I don't know if the average Quincyan understands. I mean, some Quincyans who may, he may not have the opportunity to have go lived other places in the world. I mean, Chicago has a lot of parks, you know, but, it, but Chicago, you got to go fend for yourself. It's like, you know, living with a bunch of wolves over there in, in Chicago. Quincy is so much nicer, so much nicer for a family. But I gotta ask you about the country and the world's obsession with pickleball. According to your stat sheet, you guys have eighteen pickleball courts. Okay, I thought you were going to say you had six. What's with pickleball? When did this start? It's the number one growing sport, fifty-five and older. You know, we okay. Have, I'm too young. Okay. <clears throat> so, but I mean, there's a lot of young kids and young parents playing it as well with their kids. But you know, we have the six up at Mormon. Um, we have the six at Barry Ann on 13th and Chestnut. And we have two at Johnson Park that we put in. And then we have a bunch of temporary ones at Reservoir Park on 24th and Chestnut. But then, you know, we have a really good group of volunteers like Mark Shearing and Diane Glubb and, and Dr. DeGrief, you know, when, they're, when he's back from, from Florida. You know, we do pickleball. They do pickleball lessons for free. And, and it fills up, you know, 24 spots fill up like that. So they'll do another one and do another one. And just to get people to see if they like it to where they don't have, we'll provide all the paddles and the balls to where they don't have to buy that out, out of pocket and see if they like the sport. And it's just, it's a Amazing. slow man's game of tennis. So you're, you know, half the running and it's, and, uh, yeah. it, it's very popular right now. It's beautiful. Well, you're doing amazing, amazing things. Anything else? No, I think I'm good. Thank you so much for coming and talking and coming to the studio and hanging out. And uh, 
Thanks for all, fielding all my soccer questions, and uh, thanks for not kicking me too much under the table. But I really appreciate it. Roman Ferrex, you're a gem. Love you, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, thanks Frank. Thanks. See ya. AMB Properties is Quincy's largest apartment rental company with hundreds of units available. They offer short-term and long-term rentals with one up to four bedroom apartments. AMB Properties meets the needs of its tenants with care, compassion, and a quality of service that exceeds expectations. AMB Properties also has a convenient tenant app for you to do your payments or make repair requests. Give them a call today. A&B Properties, 217-919-8080, Quincy.